Felipe Autumn, we love this show. What's your opinions? We wanna know. Wawa Nakwa Chef McLean. He should be locked up. He is so vain. We wanna be famous. We wanna know what you think of Gwen, Heather, Lashana, and all of them. Anything you wanna and gotta say, we'll listen all day. Cause we wanna be famous. Na 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 na. Welcome back, campers, to another episode of We Wanna Be Famous, your favorite Total Drama Island podcast series. We are rewatching season one here on the Brazilian Dragon Network. And let me introduce your favorite co hosts. We got the delinquent and the chubby, myself, Felipe. And I am joined by my friend, Grim and Grimmer. Autumn, how are you doing today? Hello. I, I am very grim uh, today. I would even say grimmest because we had to watch this second episode in this match. At least but, we only had to watch it once. I watched it twice. I mean, that's true. I did watch it right before this. Um, I don't know if I could sit through another airing of it, but I'm at least happy to be back with you. It's been a, a minute. We took a little hiatus. Yes, a yadas even. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, uh, um, the last episode we did, we were feeling asymmetrical with the one and only AJ Norris. And yeah. uh, I think we needed a lot of time to recover over the heartbreak that was Lashana getting screwed. So right, we had to right. just sit with our feelings for a bit, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, the asymmetry that we felt going into that episode only worsened once Lashana, we, we talked through um, and relived Lashana's very tragic food episode. And so it took a very long time for us to be realigned. But now we're back. We're symmetrical again. And uh, I guess we're ready to get into it. I guess we are, but uh, I, I will say these were kind of snooze fest episodes. Besides yeah. Chef being the host, I was like, okay, they really kind of dragged it. I feel like the peak, um, and this is very valid for like a lot of television that we've consumed as reality television fans, but I feel like the peak of each season is like the the final like 13, 14 to like the final like eight, seven-ish. And then as the numbers start to dwindle, it gets like more and more boring. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think, honestly, just thinking about it off the top of my head, I think Survivor might be one of the only ones that keeps my attention, at least, even down to dwindling numbers. But, every, I mean, Big Brother, like, the live feeds, garbage, once they're, like, not very many well, people. Survivor, at least modern U.S. Survivor, doesn't really have the end game anymore. Whereas, like, right, even like, in the earlier seasons, I feel like the end game was interesting just seeing the people interact, like, the final fours, the final threes. Um, but now it's just right. like a final six episode that they cut down in two hours. So you really don't get to, you don't really have to like sit through any of the lulls and you kind of miss the lulls because it's so fast paced now. Yeah, but, you're right. And maybe that's why it's the exception in when I'm thinking about it, just because like, it's not really like a finale proper. It's like a bunch of like the final six is that when they started final six final five well it depends on the season but yeah lately yeah. it's been final five final six okay and they haven't had a like, final four finale since probably philippines if i had to guess right right 
But or technically like Karamoan, if you want to count that. No, 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 Kageyama's Final Four. Never mind, we're not fact-checking myself here. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, yeah, I lied I again, I lied again. Korong was Final Four. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, disregard everything we're talking about right now. Uh, we'll just move on. Let's talk about total trauma, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, what did you think, first off, of Chef being the host of this episode? Because that was so much more happy. Oh, my gosh. He's so much better than Chris. Infinitely better. Um, this was... Yeah, like you said, this episode is like also kind of a snooze fest, but this was the best part. This was the best part of both of these episodes. Um, the second episode didn't have many good parts at all, but uh, I love Just the pancakes, Chef. pancakes. Yeah, yeah. I I love Chef as a host. I wish that they had, the producers had seen this episode and they had been like, wow, I think we need to make a... a decision and fire Chris and just hire chef to be the host full time. Re freaking tweet. Chef is the best. Um, but I love how he's in charge and he immediately breaks them up into teams by saying delinquent chubby. You're here. Grim grimmer. You're here. And it's a boys versus girls challenge. Um, and they have to survive in the wilderness and get their sums back to home base. So they were dropped off in the middle of the woods again, which pissed them off. Um, and they have to beware of the Sasquatch, Sasquatch and Aqua. Yeah. That's a big word I, for Elmo. It is. It is. Um, I was wondering uh, while I was watching the episode how many times we were going to say it wrong on the podcast. Probably not the last time. Oh, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, question. Why are they still so bad at being in the woods? Like, shouldn't they have developed some kind of skills? They drop them off in the woods. They end up randomly stranded all the time. And they've learned nothing. They, I guess, do you think they men in black them? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Like, Is that they remember everything duties? about their experience besides being in the woods. Yeah. that's And every time they're out there, they're like, oh, my gosh, how do we survive? Oh, we, I, there's no food. There's nothing. Meanwhile, they've already survived this like five times. All you got to do is call the production assistant, pretend that you're ordering a pizza. <laughs> yeah, easy. I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I understand their children. They're probably, they probably have very short attention spans. But I mean, getting lost in the woods is a big deal. So Christoph I don't know. Frozen does it all the time. Th that's true. That's true. But Speaking of, are you watching High School Musical, the musical series? No, you know, I've never watched that. I haven't watched I a single episode ever. I need to watch it sometime, but, like, I was never the big, like, High School Musical person. No, so. you were too busy standing at Eve's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I was. I was, I guess. I, it was It was several, several years before, and I was still just, like, pumping the Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off train. Uh, speaking of cook-offs, uh, there's no food in the bags, and Owen is in shambles, but Duncan realizes that he can steal chef's night vision goggles which owen puts to his eyes in the sun which i'm like bro then the boys go the wrong way because duncan's like okay this way and it's not actually north the girls realize they're going the right way uh the mosquito in heather's mouth stressed me out oh bad. there was a lot of chaos at the very beginning like it started off so okay. bad the first 10 minutes i literally was like this is so boring i'm sorry yeah. I was like, yeah, so. I might speed this up, and I never speed like so. I speed watch if I'm taking notes on the second. On your viewing. second one, yeah. But I never speed watch the first viewing. I don't think 
No, that's a lie. The only time I've ever done that was for a Phineas and Ferb episode that I promised I would go back and rewatch just because I got home from work and I had like five minutes before we had to record. So I watched it on 2.5x. Um, 2.5. And I did not capture anything. And that's why that no. grade is an incomplete still. But uh, the girls end up saying that they miss Chris. And I'm like, uh, how disrespectful. Do you not care about our feelings? Yeah. And also, like, what are you you haven't been without food this long like why are you already delusional i don't understand i don't know they don't care about our entertainment and it's disrespectful if you ask me no they don't they don't i love how chef steals everyone's stuff like duncan's knife heather's uh makeup gwen's diary and he's reading the diary lakeside yeah it's like a it's like a good book what is he gonna do? What the chef wear makeup? What what's he doing with with Heather's makeup? I don't know. Maybe like sunscreen. I'm not. I'm not a makeup user, so I don't know if. Oh you can wait, use... maybe did he have some on in the second episode when he's wearing that pink dress? Maybe. He was like preparing to be in drag. Yeah, he got to practice the makeup skills, but you also know that they have uh, makeup people on the show. Probably you would think, right? For Chris and also, Chef. Also, um gonna match his skin tone so i don't know exactly yeah what he's doing yeah we get some mythology of the beast of sasquatch and aqua and then duncan climbs up the thing he antagonizes the girls and they're like wait but you're going the wrong way you're the fool so they jump in the river and we get this flashback from owen's perspective of day one of the camp where he was like scared and we get this was so mean they showed us Lashana. I was like, how yeah. disrespectful. You do not care about our feelings one bit. You take away our queen and you then shove her in our face the next episode. Well, the second, the two episodes later. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It, in a way, it was good to get a flashback like this late in the season to the very first episode. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, look how far we've come. And like, remember all these. But people- then I thought everyone was going to get one. It was just Owen. Yeah. And, and. Some of the people, obviously, whenever we see them, they're people that we like a lot better, like Lashana. We like them a lot better than the people that are left in the game. So it was like, wow, why? What what could have been? You said it, Autumn. You said it. Um, we get this love uh, 3D. Oh, sorry. I was like, what? I love when they cut to commercial and they come back and do the kind of 3D drone sort of mm. shot of the island that they've been doing a little bit recently. I love the animation style with that. Yeah, it's a it's another one. It's a good example of, especially you always point this out when they deviate from their usual animation, you know, in whatever way it ends up happening. And I I also appreciate that. It it feels like, um, it emphasizes how isolated they're supposed to be. I agree, and it's so cool. Like I I love the like little. Because I feel like we see a lot of animated shows, but not many do show the map of where they are in that mm-hmm. manner. It feels very drone-like. Yeah, and I love maps. Anything that's kind of like a map, give that to me. Uh, Autumn's favorite song is, I'm the map, I'm the map. I'm the map. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know if what I, blew if my I mind recently? Dora, I'd be on the map. I'd be the map. I, I saw a tweet that was probably like a couple years old, but it's like, it's Computadora because she's in a computer. And that's why I was like, wait, <laughs> mind blown. It's like, oh my God, that's why it opens in the jungle with the computer. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's been so long. Have you done, have you ever podcasted about Dora on here? 
Uh, we talked about the theme song. That's about it. Oh, yeah, I would talk the... about the live action movie because that thing slapped. That was a grand oh, old I time. Didn't, I don't think I saw that. It's legitimately so fun. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. It was a blast. I went to a double showing of that and Good Boys. Dora was at like 11 a.m. Good Boys was at 2 p.m. And it was just a lovely Sunday afternoon. Wow. Yeah, Dora Dora would would be a good I mean that's like prime territory for you because that's like I feel like the chokehold that Dora had on so many of us is like very I didn't watch a ton of Dora though that's the thing really like I enjoyed Dora but I feel like that was a little maybe either after my time I don't know who knows but Isabella Moner played Dora and I'm a big fan of her she was also an instant family where has she been lately let me ask ask the google oh my gosh I forgot I don't think I ever watched instant family but I remember seeing commercials for that wasn't that who was in that show who was like the mom uh instant family is rose Byrne, and then it was mark Wahlberg. i'm trying to find yeah, it. yeah Why not, did... and i said show not show movie oh she recently changed her last name her stage name to merced uh because uh her grandmother in dedication to her uh yeah so that's, oh, that's nice. So I apologize for calling her Elizabeth Moner. Now she's a uh, Elizabeth Merced. She's in the movie Sweet Girl with Jason Momoa on Netflix. I have never heard of that. Turtles All the Way Down. Is that the oh, one about OCD? Yeah, that's a book. That's a John Green book. But that that movie hasn't come out. No, but she's right? in it. Um, oh, okay. This is about OCD. I definitely am going to watch that. Yeah, I honestly, I really liked that book. I read it years ago, and um, it, I'll just say that. It was, okay, it was maybe very, I'll have to good. read it. Yeah. So we go back to Total Drama Island now, not to go on our Isabella Merced Dora <laughs> tangents any further. Yeah. Um, but quickly, who was your favorite Dora character, and why was it the blue cow? Um, oh, yeah. Honestly, I really, this is might be a hot take, but I like Swiper swiper no swiping and he respects Fun. consent he said okay you caught me uh, let me go let me go away yeah and he 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 brought some suspense some drama to the show he really did he was out there causing chaos and we didn't appreciate him as children and we just got to say respect swiper yeah king of this chaos this is a pro swiper, swiper podcast mm hmm so going back to the total drama island of it all, uh, speaking of swiping, the boys swipe first place from the women when they jump down the river and float down on the lot, on the little raft that they build. Uh, we get this musical montage. What did you think of the music in this episode? Because it like we get this like little montage where it's like camp campy songs like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like kind of did, but they it didn't feel like they were camping. So I don't know, like they, because they were never still or anything. Um, they're, like, always, like, on the run. And there's no, like, I mean, aside from when they stop, I guess, overnight. It also is counterintuitive for them to, like, try to sabotage each other. Because if you waste your time doing that, you're wasting your time not getting to the tree trunk. Right. And I thought this from the very beginning. Why did they split up from the start? I feel like, would it not behoove them to at least work together to a certain point closer to the end and then, like, I don't know, then try to do something to set the other team back. If they already had, I mean, obviously they were, 
they were able to come up with all these ideas of ways to set the other team back. Like they could have just worked together, done that once at the end, and then it would have been easier. I guess they do that at the end, but you make good points. Yeah. You really do make good points there. Uh, at least this challenge was kind of fair, at least. Yeah, that's true. That, except for, like, I feel like they should have – I think the teams were really unfair in any way, but I feel like they should have been at least, like, maybe – even if they didn't want the the contestants to pick their teams, if they had them, like, draw rocks or something to, to get teams, because it was strange that they were just like, oh, we've already decided the teams. And – and on a real reality show, you don't know what the gender dynamics are going to be at the end game. So it's not fair to like design it by, you have to have a more fair thing. But for the right. most part, this is one of the most balanced challenges they've had. Yeah. I, again, the challenge bar is very low. And we'll get to the challenge complaint corner later, but that's for later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they keep sabotaging each other. Uh, Gwen, thinking that it's Owen in the bushes, antagonizes the Sasquatch and Aqua. And uh, they all end up uh, running to this cave. I love the little Owen moment where it's like, oh, hello, you cute squirrel. Hello, Mr. Raccoon. How are you doing, Mr. Sasquatch and Aqua? Sasquatch and Aqua. <laughs> and they all book yeah. it. And then you yeah. see the eyes. I love that thing in cartoons where they do the things of the cave and the eyes. But then Gwen's there. I was like, Gwen, how did you get off the beast? Like, yeah, she just was like, oh, I, I casually, like, he just let me go or something. Like, I don't know what we're supposed to, whatever she did, like, why can't she tell the other people, this is how you get away from the Sasquatch Winaqua? It doesn't make any sense. But uh, they're all in the cave. I think I wrote cage. I meant cave. Uh, <clears throat> with the bats cage. and the beasts. So they all run away because the bats and the beasts are all chasing them. Uh, and then Heather's like, we should play the damsel in the distress card. Uh, okay. So they like snuggle up with the boys. Gwen's like, can I use your sleeping bag, Owen? And Heather lays on top of Duncan. And then they wake up in the morning and the girls are gone with the map and they're booking it to the camp. But yeah. they face the obstacle that is Chef's sticky buns. Chef mm -hmm. is making some cinnamon buns and has a Better Call Saul fan. This was very prominent recently. Um, but Owen smells the sticky buns and he books it. Now, I think it wouldn't be fair if Owen had beat them and tagged the log because I feel like both team members have to tag the log. Right. We see this all the time in like survivor challenges in the pre-merge that, you know, all of your team members have to get to the map before you can start on the next part of the challenge. So, you know, at the end, I mean, jumping ahead a second, but at the end, uh, Duncan is, is super mad at Owen for not tagging the, the totem pole but i feel like duncan duncan was behind both the girls anyway i feel like he should have he should have had i agree with you here duncan was like blaming owen but i think it's all perfect that he goes home because yeah. he's the one who like should have been more aware and uh, mm -hmm. i think it was good gameplay for them to get rid of him uh so owen smells the sticky buns he sprints to the buns eat them all the girls were second to reach it but they tapped the log first so they win and Chef's mad, and Owen says in the uh, confessional booth that, oh, I think Duncan's mad at me. I should have probably saved him a sticky bun. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> yeah, that's like. it. That, that was the thing that made him mad, Owen. At the campfire ceremony, Gwen and Heather get their marshmallows, and it's basically Owen or Duncan. 
Owen gets the marshmallow. Duncan is out. He's like, okay, send me back to Juvie. Chef is mad he didn't get to read Gwen's diary. And then he's like, left, 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 right, left, right. Uh, like the marching from the episode. Courtney went home. He gets on the boat. Uh, and we go to see Heather in confessional. She's like, I am in the final three. I had no doubt about it. I just want to thank those who helped me along the way. Courtney and Noah and Lindsay. And I was like, what a weird campaign. I guess you're going to the influential jurors. Probably more so than like, I don't know, Izzy and Katie and Sadie. But Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It also though just highlights the fact that Heather is is doing this attempt at jury management now when she was so egregiously bad at it for so long. You know, only a, really a few episodes did we see her start to kind of do this. Um but the fact that she is aware of it now that just shows me how much worse it is that she could have been doing it the whole time. No, I agree with you here. Um, but that episode ends with Duncan on the boat, and it's a chef uh, removing the hat, and it's Sasquatch and Aqua. Then it's chef, then it's Sasquatch and Aqua, and just repeating, he's like, ah, oh, ah, oh. I thought this was very funny. Yeah, I, I think so as well. But that's the end of the episode. Probably my least favorite episode in terms of the boringness, but either that or Mr. Coconut, but... I think it's not my least favorite episode because it's not as gross as some of the other ones. And I don't think I can put it quite at the bottom either because of Chef's performance. I agree with that. I, I want Chef to do the recaps more in the future. But let's talk oh, about yeah. the strategy points first. Or do you want to do character points? Um, let's do, we can do strategy, yeah. Are you ready to go or are you? do you need a second? Um, I'll go. I'll, we'll start with Chefy. I feel like... Just to remind this, everyone, Sheffy is the positive strategy point, and Chrissy is the uh, not positive, the negative one. Not positive, yes. Uh, so, disclaimer, it's getting a little bit trickier to... Um, I mean, we have three people to give it to. Owen, right. Heather, and Gwen. Right. So, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of weird. You kind of have to c- pigeonhole people in the boxes they don't really fit in. But anyway, uh, I think... My Sheffy, at least, is is worthy of the Sheffy. Because um, I'm going to give it to Heather. She was the one who came up with the, the, the last plan, at least, to steal the stuff from the guys overnight, which is ultimately what led to them winning the challenge. And also, I mean, as we said, it's kind of, uh, it's probably a waste, her jury management attempts, but at least she's doing something uh, because the other people, as far as we see, they're not saying anything. Which, but by the way, side note, she she says this stuff to the jury in her confessional. So is the jury, do we think the jury's just watching, like what they get to watch is just the edited episode? Do you think it's like they think they went home, but in reality they're at Ponderosa? But then what's the thing that they tell them for why Lashana got voted out? Mm. I don't know. I feel like they have to know they're at Ponderosa, right? Yeah, but I don't know if they get the tapes or they... I'm curious to see what happens next episode, if they, like, say anything about it. Because it's very unclear, right? And then in the later seasons, they have the after show. So it's, like, kind of, like, Mm. they've been able to watch everything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, Heather's trying. 
And so, you know, I have to at least give her points for that. So I love your reasoning. I gave my strategy point to Miss Gwen. I think Gwen got the most out of Duncan leaving because I think if she voted out Owen, Heather's in the better spot. But because Owen sticks around, obviously this might be second, like thinking about it. But Owen has shared with the audience that he's not a big Heather fan. So, and like he likes Gwen. So I think that works out better than Duncan, who's worked with Heather previously. And I think this was a better move for Gwen to make sure she's in the finale. That is, that's a good point. That's a good point. The, and honestly, like Heather probably would have, Actually, you know what? You're right. I, I, I'm going to stand by my giving Heather the Sheffy just because I do think she did well in the challenge and everything. But um, I think that's a good point because Duncan is probably the only person Heather has a shot at beating. Yeah, that vote. too. Which I wasn't even considering. I was just thinking about getting to the final three. Right. Um, also, I should I neglected to mention we were supposed to have Sarah on this episode, but uh, Sarah has been super busy, so she just said record without her, and she'll come back on a future season should we get there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sarah. Yes, uh, Autumn, do you want to do your Chrissy? I want to hear your Chrissy first. Um, so maybe my Chrissy is influenced by the fact that I think I know who you're going to give your Chrissy to. I have a feeling mm-hmm. you might be giving it to the man who went straight for the sticky buns, but. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm giving it to Heather just because of everything I outlined. Just if we have only two options, if I gave my chefie to Gwen, Mm -hmm. I feel like then Heather played badly in terms of setting herself up. Also knowing that I think Owen, yeah, Owen obviously made a bad move, but I also feel like Autumn was already going to go dunk on Owen here. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to like highlight why I think Heather played badly in this moment. Uh, But Heather had a pretty, a better episode than Owen, but I think she should be, in terms of the long game, she like was oversighting what could happen. And Owen was just more short-term bad gameplay, but Heather's was more long-term. Not that there's much longer term than like another episode, but. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm glad that you're able to counter my Sheffy I gave to her um, since what we just talked about. And I like that your Sheffy and Chrissy are more like long game focused and mine are more short-term like this episode focused because I am I am indeed going to give my Chrissy to Owen I feel like I have to like it so obviously we were saying that like by design the challenge should have been that Duncan also had to touch the pole but if that's not the case if it really was just one person had to touch the pole which is what it seems like production um yeah because if you actually watch it only Heather touches it yeah, but so, her and Gwen are holding hands. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's probably the case. And, like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I was going to say maybe somebody would have, like, said to Duncan, like, while he was so mad at Owen that maybe if that wasn't the case, they would have been like, hey, man, you had to touch the pole too, but they didn't say that. But, oh, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> just dropped from my phone. My, I'm having to use my phone to look at my notes because uh, I had computer issues. But anyway, um, so, yeah, Owen definitely should have touched the pole. Especially because, like, he wanted those sticky bones so bad, like, not that much further out of the way. Like, you could have you could have just slapped your hand on the pole and kept running to the sticky buns and still gotten there before everybody. 
I agree with that. It was just, it's funny, but it's also like silly and stupid at the same time. Like, oh, what are you doing, my guy? You're so close. You could, and then Duncan even says, with like the million dollars, you could have bought all the sticky buns in the world. You could have bought out three Cinnabons at least. That's true. That's true. He he doesn't. Owen has gone to this point, like in spite of himself. It's he has done next to nothing to help him get here. It's like against all odds, he is still in the game. Take a look at me now, he said. Um, Also, I did want to highlight just like this top five that we have are probably the five most important total drama characters of all time, I feel like. If I had to put name five, like the top five, like if you ask someone to name a total drama island character or total drama character, I feel like they'll name one of these five. Yeah. Yeah, there's no chance if, if they have to name one person, there's no chance they're saying like... Courtney, love Courtney, but they're I not love Courtney, Courtney. I love Courtney. I love Trent. I love Lindsay. I love DJ. Yeah. There's no way they're saying anyone besides one of these five. I feel like. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good take. I think. Bridget, Jeff, as well. Like you can't like mm-hmm. not. They're not saying any of them. They're not saying Izzy, who we love, but yeah. it's like gonna be one of these five, and it probably is gonna be. No, it's any of these five. I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I, think I feel it's like Heather pretty... and Gwen are probably the top two, though. Right. We, you know, we've talked about it before. Like, the women really carry this show. Um, and so I think that's probably true. But other than that, I feel like it's a relatively even playing field across, like, uh, memorability, at least, between all five. I agree with that. I would say that's the case. Um, should I go first with the MVP since you went first with the strategy? Yes, because I'm also... I, I, we'll get there. Yes, you go, you go first. On you're going to be so upset with me, I feel like, unless you're secretly giving your point to Owen, but Owen made me the happiest in this episode. I feel like everyone else was kind of like, you know, when you're like in a room full of negative people and there's one person who's like happy and like you just mm-hmm. gravitate to them. I felt like, yeah. not that I dislike Gwen, Heather, or Duncan. I think they're very valuable characters, but it's like they're more dark energy and Owen's more happy energy plus like i think he had some of the funnier lines i think he had the most fun to have in this episode and the sticky bun moment i mean relatable king uh because yeah. you put the cinnamons out there i'm there so owen's getting my point uh he he's racking up some points here at the end game oh man what yeah, about you miss autumn and this is just a reminder for audience you can give duncan a point here you just can't give him a strategy point is kind of what we agreed on right yeah, he just can't get the person voted out can't get the Chrissy. Is really, or, yeah. Yeah, just the only thing. So I mean, technically Sheffy, I don't think we've given to someone who got voted out either. But, oh yeah. I'm but but I mean theoretically. Chrissy is just like that's like very like obvious. The rule is it can't go to the the Chrissy can't go to the person voted out. But to comment on your giving Owen the MVP, uh while I don't think I, w- I don't know that. Have I ever given Owen an MVP? Not yet. Yeah, I, w- I don't think I would be caught dead giving Owen an MVP. However, I completely understand all your reasoning, and um, he he definitely is like say what you want about his like lack of strategic ability and stuff, but he really is always happy and like positive about. He said stuff. like three slightly negative things about Heather. In like throughout the season, but that's probably about it, right? Right, and and he. That's not to say he he never says some things that are like kind of problematic, but 
first of all, so does almost everyone on the show. Second of all, um, he he never like stays on it too long, and it's not in a super negative attitude, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, everybody else kind of can be grim and grimmer, and he he's not. So you know, he at least has that going for him. But okay, for me, here's my issue. I didn't feel so. Hmm. I know we're only supposed to give it to the contestants. I so badly want to give it to Chef right now. But if I'm not allowed to, give it to someone else. You kind of cut out for me. So can you just repeat? I know you, I oh, last sorry, heard sorry. you really wanted to give it to Chef, but you won't. Yes. But Chef gets a, all the Chefy points in this. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like I like really so badly want to give it to Chef because if the MVP is the like best character of the episode, it is far and away Chef. Um, but I guess like since I have to give it to someone else, honestly, I guess I just pick Gwen by like process of elimination. I assumed uh, you were gonna pick Gwen if I had to have guessed one. Yeah, I mean she, you know, she did fine in the episode, and and she um. She, I don't know, like, she continues her, I mean, I know there's only four people and, and two of them won Invincibility, but she continues to prove that she can't, she's, like, good at the challenges. Her her and Heather are the, are the, have been the two challenge beasts. Yeah, I think that's very valid, especially because, like, Heather had an Invincibility run for the first three post-merge episodes, basically. Yeah, um, when she would have been gone by... Uh, by a, a landslide no you're definitely valid in that point um should i go for the lvp yeah go ahead i am very conflicted right because i don't think gwen heather or duncan really like have a marginal difference between like why i'm giving the person i'm giving them one obviously right. i've given duncan the most lvps throughout the season with five compared to owen's three gwen's one and heather's two of the final four but I think I'm going to have to give Duncan the L here just because he made such a stupid mistake with the with the um, going the wrong way. Like, you expect Owen to make that mistake, but Owen was the one who was kind of, like, combating him in that moment. It's like, are you sure? And he's like, no, it's this way. So I think, yeah. like, maybe they could have won the challenge if they had been going the right way the whole time, right? Um, yeah, he also even... was the one who, like, lost the map at the end. Obviously, like, Heather mm -hmm. duped him, but still. Right, and... Like, if even Owen is the person that's being like, hey, I see something that you don't, then that's when you know you're in trouble. Exactly. I, I, I'm very much there with, like, Duncan. I Like, it's kind of like process of elimination. So I just had to give it to him. Uh, how are you feeling, Miss Autumn? So I am also going to give my LVP to Duncan. Um, I agree with your points. I am going to give him my LVP because uh misogyny he oh like, completely underestimates the yeah. girls that and he's like I mean he knows how ruthless Heather is and he like knows that Gwen is also a very competent player so why is he thinking they're like Heather's all of a sudden gonna want to like cuddle up with him at night that makes no sense and he's smart so I don't know why he's he he doesn't like think she would be tricking him and then Me also 
Go ahead. Well, also, I was just going to say, then he's like, when they when that happens, he's like, man, I can't believe a bunch of chicks took our stuff. We got duped by these chicks. And it's just like, bro, what? You, I don't know why you didn't see this coming. Well, I mean, I do know because <laughs> sexism, but you know what I mean? Not me literally having Duncan underestimates the women, classic sexist in my notes, and being like, well, Duncan went the wrong way. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he did do that. <laughs> yeah, so many mistakes from Duncan. I mean, it was hard to pick one, I guess. <laughs> but we ended up with Duncan here. Uh, he, I, Let's like, go over some stats. Let's start to eulogize Mr. Duncan here. I keep wanting to like say some of these last names, but they don't have last names as far as they I don't. Know. They don't. They're like Madonna. <laughs> yeah, but Duncan, I gave him zero MVP points over the season. Maybe, mm. maybe an oversight on my end, but six MVP points. Wow. Autumn <laughs> gave him two MVPs for the episodes uh, Dodge Brawl and uh-huh. uh, Phobia Factor when he hu- ha- hugged, hugged, hugged Celine Dion. Uh, and then oh yes, four MVPs. The guests gave him an MVP, and that would be my brother in the episode "Who Can You Trust?" Oh yeah, because where he gets Bunny just loved him. Yeah. Yeah, and then an LVP from Alec in the episode where hide and be sneaky, Mm -hmm. and then total three MVP points, eleven LVP points. Duncan has the most LVP points of this season. Owen is right behind him with ten, and who knows? Maybe he'll get more in the next episode. So. It's not wow. yet done for Duncan. And then in terms of the strategy, I gave him three chefies for his work in Who Can You Trust, which was the one with the bunny episode. Uh, also, uh, the one where they play hide and seek and where he gets rid of Bridget. And then the one in Wabanakwa Gone Wild, where he and Heather align. You gave him two MVP uh, chefies for the same... Uh, two episodes at the end, the Bridget one and the Izzy part two. And uh, our guests gave one to him in the episode. Alec gave it in the one where he got rid of Bridget. I think that was probably his best episode, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I definitely he the, think so. He's probably like one of the few characters that has like, not, I don't like this term because it's very like graphic and like inhumane, but like someone's head on the mantle, I guess. Like, I feel yeah. like he's only one of the few characters this season to actually, like, single-handedly end someone's game in the way that he did with Bridget. Right, and to execute execute some plans, like, very efficiently. Exactly. Know, more or less. That's, that's a much um, better way to saying it than saying, like, head on the mantle. <laughs> um, I gave yeah, Duncan, he slaughtered her. <laughs> yeah. I gave Duncan three LVPs in uh, The Sucky Outdoors, uh, where he's very, uh, he rubs Courtney the wrong way. Uh, and then the trial by tri- triathlon and camp castaways, the one with the coconut, you gave him three as well for trying to see if any different basics training, the one where he's pissing off chef. Also uh, yeah. the one where uh, he antagonizes like he, the horror movie one with the not hashling slasher, but you know, oh, right, right, right. Uh, and then camp castaways as well. And any guests give him an LVP or uh, Chrissy, my brother gave him one in the episode that uh, Courtney went from. So he has six Sheffies and seven Chrissies. Yeah. Man. Any final thoughts on Mr. Duncan? Honestly, Duncan... As the cops go and arrest him? Yeah. 
That's the one thing yeah. I don't like podcasting about LA compared to my hometown is that there's always like a siren every like at least once a podcast because I live right by a fire station. No, Felipe, literally, you know, I just moved into this is the first podcast that we're recording while I'm in my new apartment and I live like two blocks from a fire station. So there's uh, sirens all the time. And I was thinking about it when we were getting on here. I was like, oh, gosh, I hope they stay minimal listen i'll try to i'll try to control most of the audio but if it's a siren i'm just gonna let it run sometimes i'll mute it but if we're talking then sometimes i'll like use it as part of the podcast yeah yeah so the siren we were talking about duncan who's a delinquent right right they're going to get duncan um honestly duncan you know as again i feel like we always have to give a disclaimer of like yeah he's problematic uh it happens a lot problematic fave for sure yeah he he's a very good character like i think he's very needed in the show um he i believe he is the most strategic of all the guys i think he yeah at I, least like this we season said, i think right in the future seasons we might get other contenders but this season i absolutely agree with that statement yeah and and really you know has had moments where he seems like the most strategic of anyone so I do think that, like, I'm glad he lasted as long as he did. And I think his character became better once Harold left, not because Mm -hmm. of any dislike towards Harold, but because it's like that storyline was kind of getting on my nerves, like the bullying antics. And I think he became a much better character. Like, obviously, we enjoy him and Courtney together. They're one of the couples from the show. But uh, I I really liked it after Harold left and like Duncan was able to like kind of be into but also after Courtney left too like he really became more fleshed out and less misogynistic um, and I'm curious to see if like there's a future where like other characters once they're cut off from there I think Gwen also like a lot of her storyline well not a lot of it but part of her storyline was Trent based but then when he left she became more individualized Heather was always tied to Lindsay so it's like fun to see them without their like duos. Right. And and he did very well. Like like a lot of those other people that you just mentioned like once his like uh number one, you know, for lack of a better term, leaves, like he 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 holds his own. He really does. Do we want to get to the next episode? I know you kind of don't want to, but I Felipe We'll speed through would, it. I would love nothing more than to end the podcast right now. Uh when we just tell the listeners, "Hey, uh don't don't watch the next episode." But we'll see, I remember happens. as a kid when I was first getting into total, so like I said in the first episode, I was a total drama action kid first, and then I went and found these on YouTube. Um, and so I remember like watching everything, and uh, I remember Heather was bald, so I was like, uh, like I was like, okay, what's happening here? And then so one of my friends at the time, he was very like adamant, like, oh, you have to watch I Triple Dog Dare You. That's the best episode of the series. And just like, I remember like the mechanism was fun, but I didn't remember the dares. Now rewatching the episode, I was like, this episode is nasty. That said, I like the mechanism. I just wish the dares were less extreme because, right. like, it's also, what if Owen wasn't in the game? What? Like, yeah. how would they get, do you think they went to them once the final three was determined? I was like, these are your final three. Everyone say a dare. But also what happens if, like, it, I think it landed on Cody twice also. It's like, what happens if it lands on, like, Noah five times, but zero times on Lindsay? Right. They need like on drag race like the the person like kind of controlling the wheel and like where it lands. But yeah, I don't know. This 
they must have told the jury, like, you know, the or, or the jury's seeing some kind of uh, cut of what they're missing every week when a new person comes in. Like, I don't know. So they know who's left. Like, I'm not sure. But I, I do think it's a fun, in theory, it's a fun way to get the jury involved. Um, but, yeah, if Owen, like, they honestly probably can't even do this challenge if Owen's not there because it wouldn't last long at all. Like, I don't see them, I mean, I don't know, maybe, like, Gwen and Heather both took a lot, so maybe it would if everybody else was there, too, but. Well, let's start with I, the positive. It, the pancake buffet until we see Gwen's pancakes full of toenails. But yes. Owen's so happy, and he's like, pancakes are little muffins of sunshine and just little flappy things. And I was like, oh, you wholesome man, talking about pancakes. He's like, I'm going to buy all the pancakes when I win. I was like, oh, okay. Um yeah, I feel but, like he has a lot of, like, he, he's promising money to a lot of foods already. He I really did. As well as Gwen, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we get this Heather-Gwen tension that I did write down just because the episode is kind of like them going head-to-head. Owen's kind of like, by sinning pretty immediately, we realize Owen's going to the final two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Owen's just vibing out, singing the pancake, pancake, pancake. Uh we get this dares challenge. I triple dog dare you. And basically all the past campers have dares. Their faces are all on this wheel. They spin this giant bottle. And then Heather's like, what? Are we playing seven minutes in heaven next? And Owen says something kind of pervy. But mm-hmm. um, uh, classic Owen. Uh, yeah, then classic uh, the success, if you do the dare, you get a freebie bottle. If you pass it, you can dare another contestant. They have to do it. If they don't do it, they get eliminated. This is a purge challenge or like a sudden death challenge, which right. I don't like as a final free challenge. Like, I mean, I like the concept of like, you're already like, it's the endurance challenge, but I don't like this version of it. Like if it was literally just like stand here in this one spot, press the button, like the pressure cooker in big brother six, mm-hmm. like that's a endurance challenge. That's very balanced. That is very, yeah. uh, who wants it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like buzz killed in BB can like it's, I, or like, especially at final three. Or even like Hand on the Heart Idol. Like the first version. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why. I feel like they could, they easily, I mean, I guess they wouldn't have had as many jury members to do dares, but I wish they would have done it at least with like, if they were going to do this challenge, no matter what, I wish they would have done it with a few more people at least. I agree. Uh, it also feels very reminiscent of the Eva challenge where she like fights right. Sasquatch and Aqua and Izzy. And like even Owen is the Izzy in this one, like taking all the punishments. Right. It looks like it, it really feels like deja vu. It looks it's like it's in the same exactly location, also. Right, right, exactly. Um, but so we get Gwen targeting Heather, Heather targeting Gwen. Uh Owen, the first challenge is you have to lick Owen's arms and it's gross, and then the next one is you have to bite your toenail. And those are the only ones I wrote down because. Uh, yeah, th- they get so bad. I, I, I couldn't even watch. Like I was watching the majority of this episode for my peripheral vision because I could not even like look. I know they're cartoons, but it was still, it was still too much. Even just hearing the sounds were, was bad. Um, it, it was not good. And, and, you know, we know I've made it very clear. I'm not a person who thinks like, the gross humor is like funny and uh there's been some other episodes like the one it's the talent show when they all throw up 
That that was not good. I didn't like that. But the buffet. Uh, yeah, the buffet didn't love that. Uh, and but this was the worst because that was just like a lot of one kind of gross. This was like s- several different kinds of gross. Also, these people need to be forever quarantined so they don't pass any illnesses to anyone based on the oh things they gosh. did in this episode. Yeah, they should just live on this island forever and never, never leave. Also, and you can never say, come back to society ever. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say though, this is the only dare that I'm gonna like talk about strategy wise. Uh, when Gwen has to chew the toenail, I feel like so th- they kept emphasizing you have to chew the toenail slowly. And so she like puts it in her mouth. She chews it slowly, and then she swallows it. Isn't the move? They didn't check her mouth at any point. So I think the move is like, if you have swallow. to swallow it, put it in your mouth, swallow it instantly, and then just like move your mouth like you're chewing slowly. Uh, you you said it, not but, me. I didn't really pay that much attention. You were clearly. I mean, that was the only one. That was when I still had hope. Like at the beginning, it was like second one, so I was like, maybe all of them won't be this gross. And then I was like, oh no, I can't watch any of these. So Gwen and Heather each get a freebie in one of the early rounds. Then they kind of just keep targeting each other. Heather ends up using a freebie, and I have to talk about this moment just because it's strategically relevant. Mm-hmm. Gwen is challenged to drink the toilet with a straw. Mm-hmm. She chooses not to do it, to not use her freebie. And this gives her the leg up for the rest of the challenge. Yeah. Because then Owen keeps winning freebies. He has 20 at one point. Gwen has one. Heather has zero. Gwen colludes with Owen, which I feel like is kind of out of bounds, uh, saying that she'll split the prize money with him. And he says, what if you don't win? And she's like, I'll buy you donuts or something. Yeah, which I mean, that's all that that's all he cares about. We saw in the last episode with the sticky bun. Like, but it feels out of bounds for Gwen to even say that she'll split the prize money with him. Just say you'll buy him donuts regardless. Yeah, I mean, on Big Brother, we saw it this season. This is well, this I didn't is, see it. You saw it, right? Some people saw it this season uh, at the very beginning. Like, oh wait, I did watch that episode. Allowed. Is it Paloma? Yeah, it's Paloma. She was like saying that she like hacked the game and like figured out how when she won like she was gonna give the money to everybody invest in all their businesses and that's like actively against the rules so i guess they don't have that clause on total drama i do have to tell you some big brother updates after but basically i've been watching very slowly this season okay it's yeah but we'll talk off it's a ride right now but okay yeah i'm like very far behind and i'm just watching the episodes i'm not really reading that's fine just just do that yeah um anyways so uh Gwen and Owen Alliance, they split the freebies. Heather feels targeted, and she's like, that's not very fair. And I'm like, kind of, you're right, Heather. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, they, she gets through all these challenges, as do Gwen and Owen. Uh, we see a montage, and then it lands on Lindsay. And Heather's like, oh, thank God. Lindsay's not going to have anything bad. And Chris is like, you say that, but her challenge is you have to shave your head. Heather gets, Chef has the clippers. He goes to buzz the hair off. Heather kicks it, it slow motionly lands on Heather's head, shaving her head, which also looks very dangerous. Those things are sharp, but they like... Yeah, how was there no blood? Right? That's what I don't understand. Her head is shaved. Heather's like, okay, I'm going to... And Chris is like, no, you're out. And she's like, what? And she's like, you... He's like, you tried to resist it. It's like, okay, that's fucked up. That is yeah. messed up. Like, I... 
I love a good downfall for a villain on reality mm-hmm. television, but this is so unfair. But also, like, Lashana was screwed. Honestly, Heather's the number one screwed person after Lashana, if you ask me. Yeah, because, yeah, we, we do love I think a good... she's more screwed than Lindsay. Oh, yeah. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, if you're Heather, though, was her... She never said verbally, I'm not going to do that. She just kicked the... It's like um, a child getting a haircut. They're squirming, but sometimes they'll still right. do it. So we think she was but, still going to go through with it? I don't think she was going to go through with it. But once it's done, it's done. And I'm it's like, done, okay, at that right. point, you have to let her stay in the game. She did right. the task. Whether it was she willing did. or not, she did the task. Yeah, so the dare was completed. Um, but I don't... I. Yeah, this was bad, and and I am not one to ride for Heather. You know, she's gotten a lot of breaks in the game so far. Um, there was a lot of times like she would win invincibility, and it was like, what, what how? Like, d- don't even get me started. Didn't she win on that when the bike challenge? Yeah, because yeah. Lindsay didn't cross the finish line, or right. Lindsay crossed the finish line second, but no one else crossed, so then Lindsay was right, eliminated, right. which is the top three screwery, but it's not the number two screwery that Heather was. Right, so that's, I mean, even that episode alone, like, is a great example of like Heather benefited from like faulty production uh, guidelines. But also, to be I fair guess. to Heather, it wasn't like Lindsay got screwed, but like Heather didn't know that was the rules. That's true. That's true. And so, you know, I don't think her benefiting from anything from production in the past, like, um, deserves this. Because this was bad, especially like this late in the game for someone who's... I'm like, get your lawyers, Heather. Yeah, it's like her and Courtney, they need to file a joint lawsuit and um, just really like get all the money they can from this franchise. My last three words of my notes say, so screwed, TBH. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... Owen are the final two. They are. Gwen and Owen are the final two. It was not a pretty episode to get here. But honestly, the whole time I was watching this episode and it was so bad, I was I felt like uh, Rachel Riley because I was like, Hotel Island is supposed to be fun and good. And this was not fun and good. This is the opposite. It really was. But we're finally here. Do you want to start with the strategy? Adam, you can basically give it to Gwen and you can basically give it to Owen. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think I know I'm who gonna... you're going to give it to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And look, let me just say a disclaimer really quick. I I am not completely opposed to ever giving giving Owen a Sheffy, but he has never earned. Have I ever given him one? Yeah, I've given him one once. What but, did you give him for him? Let me see. I don't know. Oh yeah, I the coconut episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did. That was literally the last podcast. I can't remember. Um, yeah, he he just doesn't earn them in my eyes so i'm giving this to gwen because she's the one that made the deal with owen and convinced him like if she hadn't done that they would have been out there like all day probably uh to gang up on heather so i'm gonna give it to gwen i'm giving it to owen literally only reason because he was setting like he wasn't doing it intentionally but he was setting himself up great for this challenge like, he was going to do everything, obviously, but then he had, like, 20 freebies and was like, okay, so he's never right. going home. So that's the only reason, just to be a little different than what you did. Uh, honestly, I can't really describe what Gwen did. To describe. I think I'm just giving her the Chrissy also because it kind of bothered me that she colluded about the 
the money stuff, but like they didn't say it was unfair and I can't give it to Heather and I'm not going to give Owen both. So also right. she went down the toilet that deserves a strategy <laughs> to lose because she's hurting her own immune system. Yeah. I, so I, I guess, you know, by default, I have to give it to Owen. Um, but and I think my reasoning for this is that I think that both Gwen and Owen should not have been targeting Heather because they would have beaten her in a vote. You know, again, we're assuming that it's a vote. At least they've been told to some degree because Heather at least knows jury management is a thing she should be doing. So they know in theory that the, the jury's going to vote. Everyone hates Heather. They Everybody in the jury would vote for either one of them over Heather. So I feel like both Owen and Gwen should have been targeting each other instead, honestly. You would think so. And Owen had the most freebies. Like, Owen Owen was untouchable in this challenge. Owen could not lose this challenge. So he, I think definitely, I mean, eh, I won't get into it. But he, he I was going to say something spoilery. But he, he should have been looking at Gwen, I think. Because she's far, a far bigger threat to his game than Heather at this point. I agree with that. But it, whatever happened, happened. So we got to move on to our MVPs and LVPs. Miss Autumn, do you want to start or do you want me to start? So I will start with MVP. And my question is, can we give it to a character who is a castaway? You know, I, I wanted to give it to Chef last time. I want to give it to a contestant, but can I give it to a contestant that is in the jury? I feel like no, just because we didn't physically see them besides the photo. Are we going to give it to okay. Lindsay? I, I was going to give it to Lindsay because, again, so like strategy points, obviously I wouldn't. I would only give strategy strategy points to people like actually. Like I think it's one thing in the Lashana episode where we physically saw them. Right. They were the only people we saw. But, well, I was, I just wanted to give it to Lindsay because, first of all, I thought that her dare was good and it also uh, it's full circle because you remember her phobia right. is bad haircuts and and it was also just from a how much i enjoy this episode standpoint it was by far the best dare that was not gross that was a small yeah. uh handful of dares so only um, Lindsay and owen uh, and cody had like not gross dares cody's was like put ice in your pants right or something. i also wrote down cody uh as in my notes when i put like who else had not gross dares um, but I guess for MVP, mm, I don't, I don't, okay, you go first. You go first. Honestly, kind of giving it to Heather because she got screwed. She put up with the most like mm -hmm. amount of BS and mm -hmm. she kind of got screwed at the end. And I'm like, okay, Heather, this is kind of like your full season MVP for all the entertainment you provided us. Uh, only to go out in this trash way at the end. So that's kind of why I gave it to her. Yeah, okay, that's, I was leaning there too. And I, I think I, I don't want to be, I don't want to just like copy you, but I feel just like I have it. to give it to Heather. Just do it, who cares? Yeah, I feel like I, there's three people to pick from. I feel like I have to give it to Heather um, because yeah, she did get screwed. Um, but also she did like, this was a good character moment for her because she dealt with a lot more by the time it was over than the other two did, or at least by the time, or a lot more than Gwen. Um, and so, you know, she 
uh, soldiered through a lot. And uh, I guess I'll reward her for it. Yeah. Do you want me to go first for the LVP? I'm giving it to Gwen solely because she drank toilet water. Owen did a lot of disgusting uh, yeah. things, but he did not do that. Yeah, that that was that was bad. That was like whenever we I can't remember exactly. I, I think did we give Jeff LVPs yes, because for he when went he got in the toilet? Yeah, that was yeah. That's the same. Are you giving that's Gwen your LVP? No, I'm gonna give it to Owen in true like autumn fashion. fashion of myself. Yeah, um, but because not just for general Owen hate, but because he did he was gross. But like with enthusiasm, and I can't reward grossness with enthusiasm. This is so bad. That's such a funny sentence. <laughs> um, Gwen has never got an MVP point from me. Has never wow. got an LVP point from you, and Owen has never gotten an MVP point from you. Owen has wow, never gotten crazy. a guest MVP, and Gwen has never gotten a guest LVP. So it's so interesting. That's I think that's wild. That I should have said crazy, but that is wild. That um that you've never given Gwen an MVP. I feel like, because you're such, maybe you're such a Gwen stan that it's like, okay, I know I someone's am. always going to give Gwen It did say I've given her four, so you're like uh, playing defense over there. It's also like, I think Gwen is great, but I also want to like highlight other characters sometimes. So I don't know. Gwen is great. Gwen, Gwen may get my MVP next week. It might be Owen. Who knows who it is? You've got to find out next time on Total Drama Action. No, Island, the podcast. Not action. <laughs> We're jumping the gun. Let's let's eulogize Heather. She was obviously the star of the season, uh, mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, so I gave her three MVP points and two LVP points. Uh, I believe that she might be... No, she's not... I didn't give her the same. So I gave her an uh, MVP in the episode with uh, the torture, uh, extreme torture. I gave her one in the triarm triathlon because she had so many funny lines and then i gave her one mm. this episode i gave her lvps in the episode where Lindsay went home and the episode where justin went home when she read gwen's diary mm. autumn gave yes. heather two mvp points and four lvps uh camp castaways and i triple dog dare you were the mvps and the lvps were in not so happy campers part two where she was racist to Lashana. Mm-hmm. Who can you trust? Brunch of disgustingness and hide and be sneaky. And Heather got LVPs from uh, two of our guests by brother in basic straining. No, and who can you trust? Sorry. And in no pain, no game by Alec. And one MVP from AJ in Camp Castaways. So her total is six mvps eight lvps now her strategy is a lot oh, more man. we just in total she's gotten 13 chefies and 12 chrissies that and is... i would be it would be too long for us to sit here but i believe heather might be the only person to have gotten a chefie and a chrissy for the same episode <laughs> i mean you know that's fitting and it's also very fitting that she has so many of both but she has just one more chefie like just a slight edge to like good strategy. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Like she's she's such a volatile character and player. Like you never know what she's gonna do next, and that's why we love her. We love to hate Heather, but we love to love Heather also. That is really really a fantastic reality TV villain. It she truly is, and it's like 
incredible that we got this on a cartoon show. Yeah, she 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 is um, everything you could want in a villain for a show on that's like actual real people. So yeah, it is a, even more of a testament that it's on this show. You you make great points, Adam. So now we're down to two. They're separated by one letter in their names. Gwen versus Owen. We're going to get our cast back next week. We're just going to do the finale of the series. We're going to do episodes 26 and 27. And hopefully we'll come back for a retrospective as well for season one. Um, next week, we're going to be full spoilers for the first yeah. time. Uh, we're going to be watching the Netflix version of the finale. Now, notably... There was always a Canadian version and a U.S. version. Whatever the one on Netflix is, I think it's the Cartoon Network version, is the one we're mm-hmm. watching, and that is the canonical version here on the Brazilian Dragon podcast. There are alternate endings, so both Gwen and Owen win. We'll just find out which one actually wins, um, uh, according to our podcast. And I'm curious to see what Autumn's version was and what my versions were back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Autumn, do you have any final thoughts about these two episodes and what we're getting up to next week for our finale podcast? Uh, my final thoughts about these episodes are that I'm glad they're over. Uh, <laughs> but I am excited to talk about the finale. and finally- Also, we're going to get the quote-unquote reunion slash sequel mm-hmm. pilot for total drama action which is 44 right. minutes so mm-hmm. it's going to be about an hour and like six minutes of content for us to watch and a lot of fun for us to podcast yeah it'll, it'll be nice to put a to finally like book in uh the first season and we'll have the full story uh, and it'll be nice to see a lot of the characters interacting with like a competitive drive like in the mm-hmm. ponderosa episode they were like there but they weren't like competing so it's going to be nice to see like the reunions between certain characters there. Also like how the final challenge slash vote plays out. No spoilers on how it ends up happening, but uh, right. I'm excited for our finale. Like I'm really excited about next week's podcast or whenever that drops. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's one that I've been looking forward to since we started this project. Like the, the culmination, I feel like we've been like hinting around certain things, spoilers for the season. We've had our own spoiler section. So I'm excited for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's like we we now have this whole season documented, all of our thoughts on it, and uh, it's coming to a close, you know, at least for this season. So it, it's a good feeling, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I love, like, the achievement of, like, finishing a season on a podcast. Yeah. It's always fun. Um, yeah. But, Autumn, tell me what you have going on these days. Where can people keep up with you? And uh, a pop culture plug that you think people should check out. So uh, what I have going on these days is a lot of stuff in my own uh, just like work and personal life, but uh, not necessarily uh, content for people to check out. If you want to follow me on Twitter, however, I am at Automatic Dub, uh, notably not Autumn in the club. But, uh, but you're always at, in the club, aka yeah. Club Penguin, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, wherever I am is by default the club because I am such a life of the party, you know. But my pop culture plug is going to be a show on Amazon Prime called Paper Girls. If you haven't watched Paper Girls, it's very good. Um, I it ended like a little while ago. Like two I actually weeks don't ago. Know. Yeah, I actually can't remember if they if they released like um, all the episodes at once or if they did it week by week. But I just watched it like 
starting last week and then I finished it earlier this week. But um, it is very, very good. It's based on a graphic novel of the same name. And the character development is really good. The actresses that play the four girls that are the main characters are great. There's also a post-show recaps podcast uh, recapping every episode um, that I would recommend to watch or to listen to simultaneously while you watch. And yeah, that is my pop culture plug. Love it. Uh, in terms of me, you can follow at what the fleep on social media. More importantly, please follow at Brazil Dragon Pod on all social media. We got a lot of fun things coming up in the next month or so. Uh, I am gonna continue High School Musical the Musical series. We're over halfway done. We've got three weeks of episodes left. Actually, the sixth episode drops in a couple hours from this recording time. Myself, Caitlin, and Sam Davis and a number of guests along the way are going to have fun talking about it. Uh, this season is interesting, to say the least. Um, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. The character progression and a, a lot of character regression. Uh, so that's been interesting. This actually last episode was very reality TV focused. If anyone wants to check out season three, episode five, it's called The Real Campers of Shallow Lake. There's a Survivor Nicaragua reference. Wow. In episode four, there was a Big Brother reference. Like, so. Ah, it's not. Someone in the not, writer's room likes reality television. Is it Benry um, related? What? Is it Benry related? No, <laughs> your favorite. Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, Autumn loves Benry. No, I think the quote was, I haven't been this pleasantly surprised since Survivor Nicaragua. Wow. So I think they were a Fabio fan. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it, yeah. Uh, also, recently we had a Scooby Snacks and Chats podcast with the great Lisa Holmes, uh, Survivor winner extraordinaire. And I'm really excited about a project I'm working on that I don't want to tease too much about. But keep your p- eyes peeled on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. It's going to be this fun interview series that I'm doing uh, in mid-September. It's going to start releasing. Uh, but until then, just keep your eyes peeled. Plus, the Dragon Babies finished up season one of both the main projects over there. And Phineas and Ferb is still chugging along. You can catch that every Wednesday on the What You Doing podcast feed or the Dragon Babies feed. Now, Autumn, do we have anything we want to talk about spoiler-wise? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. So, spoiler, if you're jumping out, Wait, jump so out what's, now. what's the hashtag for this week? Uh, hashtag, oh. uh... Mm. Ooh, uh Sasquatch and Aqua. Yeah, yeah. If you can spell it, then that's the hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ready? Um, Spoilers in five, four, three, two, hit it. The only thing I was going to say earlier, whenever I I was like, I won't say that because it's spoilery, is when I was talking about Owen um, and Gwen should have targeted Heather. And I was specifically talking about Owen because that's who I gave the negative point to. And I was saying that he uh, would have a better chance at beating Heather than Gwen. Obviously, like, he does beat Gwen. But in the moment, like, I stand by it. Like, you know, with what the information they had at the time. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's very valid. Honestly, I'm so excited about the finale. I'm going to watch the episodes tonight. Who knows? Um, oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. Because I also like them being fresher in my mind when I do my first watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think it's just interesting to see, like, I feel like this has been Gwen's season on this rewatch. Like, I felt like Owen was more prominent in my memory than he actually was on the mm-hmm. show. So I feel like it's been interesting to follow Gwen's journey because I feel like she's been the main character, honestly. So it's wild to see that Owen wins it all. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't have anything else to add unless you do. I can say no. we can call it a wrap. I think I think it's a wrap. I think it's yeah. a wrap. We'll, we'll so, be back to see Owen. Uh, you know, I you know, like we said, some would say call it pull off an upset. Um, who knows? Maybe the Netflix version is the Gwen win. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. uh just want to take a moment to shout out nathan davis for our incredible theme song thank you so much unless autumn has anything la- to add i'm just going to call it here uh thank you for enjoying this marshmallow of a podcast right now we have to ask you to get on the boat of losers but we'll see you next week because you are allowed to return to this island goodbye everyone Mom and Dad, I'm doing fine. You guys are on my mind.